Welcome again to our daily devotions coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida. We're always grateful when you choose to join us for this little bit of time to reflect upon God's Word. We, as always, encourage you to share these with your friends and family as we seek to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Let's now take a moment to prepare our hearts and minds by listening to some beautiful piano music. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, our scripture today comes from John chapter 7, verses 14 through 36. Hear the word of God. About the middle of the festival, Jesus went up into the temple and began to teach. The Jews were astonished at it, saying, How does this man have such learning when he has never been taught? Then Jesus answered them, Well, my teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. Anyone who resolves to do the will of God will know whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking on my own. Those who speak on their own seek their own glory, but the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true, and there is nothing unjust in him. Did not Moses give you the law? Yet none of you keeps the law. Why are you looking for an opportunity to kill me? The crowd answered, well, you have a demon who's trying to kill you. Jesus answered them, I performed one work and all of you are astonished because of this, Moses gave you circumcision. It is of course not for Moses, but from patriarchs. And you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If a man receives circumcision on the Sabbath in order that the law of Moses may not be broken, are you angry with me because I healed a man's whole body on the Sabbath? Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Now some of the people of Jerusalem were saying, is not this the man whom they are trying to kill? And here he is speaking openly, but they say nothing to him. 
Can it be that the authorities really know that this is the Messiah? Yet we know where this man is from, but when the Messiah comes, no one will know where he is from. Then Jesus cried out as he was teaching in the temple, You know me, and you know where I am from. I have not come on my own, but the one who sent me is true, and you do not know him. I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. Then they tried to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him because his hour had not yet come. Yet many in the crowd believed in him and were saying, when the Messiah comes, will he do more signs than this man has done? The Pharisees heard the crowd muttering such things about him, and the chief priests and Pharisees sent temple police to arrest him. And Jesus then said, I will be with you a little while longer, and then I am going to him who sent me. And you will search for me, but you will not find me, and where I am, you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, where does this man intend to go that we will not find him? Does he intend to go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What does he mean by saying, you will search for me, but you will not find me? And where I am, you cannot come. Well, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Do you remember the name Richard Jewell? Richard Jewell, back in 1996, was the security guard at the Atlanta Olympics who noticed an unattended backpack underneath a park bench in the middle of Olympic Plaza and suspected that it might be a bomb. At the risk of being branded as an overzealous and hyper-paranoid security freak, Richard Jewell went to work right away and began warning people that there might be a bomb and tried to usher them away. Well, sure enough, his suspicions were right. It was a bomb that exploded 13 minutes later and tragically killed one person and wounded at least 100 others. The results could have been much, much worse had Richard Jewell not been alert and risked himself to save others. Well, immediately he was branded a hero, of course, his alertness and courage having saved so many. But soon after, law enforcement officials began working on a theory that perhaps Richard Jewell was not a hero, but rather someone who instead wanted to create a crisis in order to make himself a hero. And before he knew it, Richard Jewell was listed as a possible suspect in the case. His, his listing as a suspect was leaked to the press, and within minutes, a trial by media commenced, and soon the world had convicted the hero and made him a villain. He got called names, his property was invaded by cameras and reporters, and those who once believed him doubted him. It took weeks to determine that Richard Jewell was no longer a suspect, but instead a hero, and it took nine years to completely exonerate him as a result of the real culprit, Eric Robert Rudolph, having been arrested. Richard Jewell died just two years later from, they say, a bad heart. Others say he died of a broken heart. Well, no good deed goes unpunished. Sometimes the best of intentions are met by the worst of suspicions. It's the kind of world we live in. We are too eager to believe the worst and instead, instead of hoping for the best. Well, the world was no different 20 centuries ago when Jesus was ministering in Palestine. In our story from John today, there seems to be a whole lot of confusion about who a Messiah is and whether Jesus is the one. 
There's confusion about how good a law keeper he is, where his teaching is coming from, what his relationship is to Abba Father, why are some people trying to arrest him and other people choosing to believe in him. I mean, there's lots of confusion. And, and like our friend Mr. Jewell, Jesus ends up on the short end of public opinion, or should I say the opinion of those who had the power to shut him up. Well, times are no different today. I suppose when it comes to Jesus, lots of folks have lots of ideas as to the primary and purpose and mission of Jesus today. If we are followers of Jesus, how are we supposed to act on his behalf? How can we make it clear that the Messiah is present in the world today? Well, it makes me think of the great story from one of the great Russian novelists, Leo Tolstoy. Leo Tolstoy's great short story of the Russian cobbler named Martin, who grieves the death of his wife and wonders what the remaining days of his life will be for. What is the purpose of living without her? But a certain wise man inspires him to find a copy of the scriptures to read, which he does in his long stretches of solitary time. And he finds compelling the story of the Pharisee who is not welcoming of the sinning woman. And one night he receives a vision that Christ will appear to him the next day. So the next day comes and he waits, he waits and he waits, he waits for the appearance of Jesus. And while he waits, he notices out his window a laborer outside sh his shop shoveling snow. He invites the laborer in to have a hot drink and a warm conversation and then sends him on his way. A couple hours later, he sees through the window a young mother trying to cover her newborn child from the cold. And Martin invites her in with her new child, gives them warm clothes to battle the elements. And finally, he sees a young boy steal an orange from a clerk and he runs and intercedes and handles both of the victim and the thief with unmerited grace. And so later in the evening, as he drifts to sleep and wonders why Jesus had not visited him that day. And in his dream, God speaks and says, Oh, Martin, did you not see me in the laborer, in the mother, and in the thief? I visited Martin, and you received me well. I suppose it's a good place to start when we are trying to find the Messiah, the people <clears throat> to begin with, the people around us who need some grace and mercy and forgiveness and shelter and food. If we spend all of our time with these folks, we wouldn't have to worry about who the Messiah is not. We wouldn't have to worry about misjudgments and false accusations. Why we would just be spending so much time binding people's hearts with little time left over to break them. Let us pray. Come to us, O Lord, and help us see you when you appear. Amen.